Hello, welcome to another episode of the Legacy Investing Podcast. I'm Nate and I'm joined, as I always am, by my good friend Josh. How you doing, mate? I'm very well, man. Very good. How are you? I'm doing, doing not too bad. We're on the back of about a fourth public holiday in, in a row here. Three three short weeks in a row or whatever it is. So Yeah, yeah good. good time. It's been a very good time. Uh, so you're kicking back a bit of cereal there. Is it cereal in, in this pre No, pre- no, no cereal for dinner. Not on this end. No, I'm yeah. having uh, veggies on quinoa, mate. So very, very healthy. Oh, okay. That's a bit better than cereal. Yeah. <laughs> Good yeah, on, so mate. We'll, we'll, we'll get stuck straight into it today because, um, yeah, we, you you got a uh, time restriction. you got a very important um, thing to be to after this. But, um <laughs> Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> we're going to gonna have an initial dive into Netflix, which has been in the news recently. Uh, we are recording on the 26th of April, 2022. And um, Netflix has come across into our radar recently. Um, and probably even before uh, their pretty astronomical drop very recently, only just last week, wasn't it? On the back of um, some news that the company released on their quarterly earnings uh they didn't quite hit expectations and in fact they had a reduction in subscriber growth and that that sort of freaked the market out and i think they dropped 35 percent in one day mm-hmm. one night and then um uh, a very famous investor uh bill ackman who um you know wrote a letter to his shareholders earlier in the year only sort of what february this year made a sizable purchase in Netflix, um, came out the next day and wrote a letter to his shareholders saying he'd dumped the shares. So yeah. um, interesting company to look at currently. We, we need to ascertain whether this is an event going on or do we stay clear or, mm. um, but you know, yeah. obviously, obviously research only and, and no investing advice. We're just going to have a look at Netflix as a, you know, what, what kind of company is this and we'll do our initial dive. For sure. And I think this will be a very loose initial dive anyway, because, what you just brought up there is a lot of um, a lot of information. I think like we could talk about that kind of information for an hour. Mm. So you know we might, in the context of this conversation, um, go through the initial dive filters, but at the same time, kind of chat about what's going on and, and what our thoughts are, because um, there's been a lot of uh, a lot of news and a lot of you know interesting people talking about this as well. So. Mm. Um, yeah um i think that's a pretty good spot to start off like we'll start with our um shallow dive but what does a company do or what do they sell you want to you want to talk to that yeah well if I, I guess if you don't know what netflix do um you've probably you've been, been under living, a rock. <laughs> living under a rock if you take your remote out at the moment there's a button on there called netflix yeah essentially they uh they are uh well, an entertainment company. They started off as a DVD seller and, um, you know, progressed into um, doing, I guess, on-demand TV and and now sort of also getting into um, doing their own content and so forth. But yeah, essentially they're a, um, you know, entertainment, they sell entertainment, uh, TV shows, yeah. movies, uh, docos, all, all the above. Um, and yeah, huge, huge company. For sure. They're definitely the first mover. And I guess, the innovator in the space of online streaming, um, streaming of movies. And I really think that they have revolutionized TV or, uh, you know, TV entertainment. Um, you, know, oh, you, yeah. think, you think back to when the TV actually, you know, was a new thing and how big radio was. And there was that massive shift from people going from radio to TV. Now this, this is that massive shift that we're kind of going through now where, you know, um, you know, 
normal pay TV being like cable television or just normal TV is the old radio. And um, I think mm-hmm. everything is definitely moving in the way of net. Uh, I say Netflix on the, in the way of online streaming. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, Netflix were definitely the, the first mover in that space and they've created a, a juggernaut here of a company. So mm. I guess that's really, what they do. It's really where we first heard the word binge, you know, binge watching a show. And that's kind of happened because of Netflix, you know, yeah. the only way that previously you could watch a TV series or um, it was really a DVD. Um, yeah, DVD of piracy. Probably <laughs> uh, listeners who don't even know what a DVD is at the moment these days, but um yeah they, they've kind of made binge watching famous and and yeah massive company like you said uh mate yeah. i've probably touched on this a little bit how, how did this company come onto our radar what sort of i mean it might be obvious but um yeah. why has it come across everyone knows about netflix but for us why has it is it a company we're now looking at yeah well like um i guess realistically it came on the radar a long time ago because we all knew it was a, a great company you know um well, that's my opinion, actually. I thought it was a great company, but obviously, mm. you know, pretty pricey as well. Um, it's in the, you know, the fang stocks, as they call them. It's, you know, the big the tech giants, yep. I guess. Um, but yeah, more more so recently, it, it's been in decline for some time now. Um, and most recently, um, on their quarterly earnings call, they declined um, in subscriber base for the first time ever. Mm. Um so they went back 200,000. Now, in context, 200,000 from 200 million is not a lot. Um, you know, not a lot at all. It's like 0.1%, I think, something like that. Yeah, that's However, what I was thinking. Hmm. What's that? That's, I mean, that's what I thought when I first saw it out. What's the, what's the big um, challenge? Hmm. I think you're about to go into that. Yeah, definitely. Um, um, and you've got to take into account uh, what's recently happened with Russia and Ukraine and the sanctions that the states have put on to Russia and Russia so happened to have 700,000 Netflix accounts. Mm. Um, so Netflix closed all of those in this quarter. So net quarter, they were actually positive um, subscriber growth. However, yep. um, I think there are some concerns outside of that. Like that's what's been in the headline pretty hard. And you know what the news are like, they're going to run with the story and make it sound like the end of the world. But um, yeah, positive net like net positive sorry subscriber growth but i believe they're having some um, big headwinds um in terms of you know especially europe and um, north america um but at the same time yeah they've, they've come out and also said you know look covid really helped us with our um subscriber bump especially essentially and um they said basically they brought their subscribers forward you know netflix Yep. Netflix caused the subscribers that they had planned to come forward. So um, inevitably they're talking about now having um, another negative quarter in terms of 2 million subscribers loss. Yep. Yep. Um, so this is kind of that outcome of uh, not only a bunch of people joining um, during COVID, but then you've also got um, financial, I guess, economic headwinds coming up. Um, you know, there's a lot of people who are tightening their budgets and discretionary stuff ascent, like sometimes is uh, part of that tightening and they lose it. Mm-hmm. But it'd be interesting to see because I think I think Netflix has kind of become a staple <laughs> somewhat houses. Yeah. So yeah. Good yeah. one. Um, do they have a moat? So next question uh, on our initial dive that we need to 
you know, what we are interested in is, does this company have a moat? Um, you know, we, we would probably say they do. You know, you can just, again, look at your remote control. It, mm -hmm. it doesn't have, doesn't have binge on there. It doesn't have Stan. It doesn't have, um, yeah. Uh, Disney it's, it's got Netflix. Um, yeah. So what would the moat be mate? Is it a brand moat? Is it a, um, it's certainly not a network. Well, it probably is a bit of a network moat. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, th I think it would be both of those, to be honest. I think definitely a brand moat because, you know, when you start to give brands its own kind of saying, you, you know, it's mm -hmm. definitely at a brand now, like, you know, the old Netflix and chill. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, like you said, it's on some most of your TV remotes now. It's, um, you know, it comes with your phone installed and all that kind of stuff. So, um, and everybody knows what Netflix is. Yeah. Um, so I think it's definitely a brand mode there, but um, I do believe there is a, a network mode there as well. Cause you know, the, the simple amount of word of mouth, uh, you know, people go tell somebody about a, a, uh, a Netflix series and then somebody's like, Oh, I'm going to go watch that. So they go download it. And, you know, it's like mm -hmm. word of mouth, especially is a big one. And that saves a lot of companies that, you know, need essentially need to advertise. Yep. So, um, yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Yep. Agreed. Um, they, I mean, there's no real, um, it, you know, there, there definitely isn't a price mode because I know Netflix, is one of the more expensive ones. Um, it's not a toll bridge because really to change from Netflix isn't very hard. We, we do know. And I think they even mentioned in their report that people can, um, you know, they subscribe for their month, they watch their favorite show and then they go on to their next, you know, they sign up to Amazon prime and, and watch another show and they just binge watch it. And so, um, yeah. Um, so, the, and that's one of the headwinds that they discussed, um, which probably leads us into our next question, which is, you know, do we have any initial thoughts, questions, or concerns that, that have come up in our initial research here that we want to dive into deeper? And that, that would be one thing I would say is, you know, like that, that sort of loss of subscribers doesn't seem like a lot to me. Um, mm -hmm. when you consider, yeah, there's 200 million subscribers, they have discussed about maybe bringing in a cheaper advertising, um, model and then they've also talked about cracking down on and i don't know how they'll do this cracking down on multiple sharing subscription accounts um you know like yeah. i think that will be hard and personally you, you know in in your household you could be watching one thing the kids might be watching something you might have two or three screens going at once i don't know how they would would um crack down on that 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 would be an interesting um yeah. story to follow yeah, for sure. That's going to be an interesting one. And, and like, um, I, I recommend people go listen to the earnings call. Like you can basically watch them all on YouTube. Um, and it's really, I like the management team. Um, yeah. they're, they're a good, honest management team, especially, uh, Reed Hastings, CEO. And Still he even says up. like, you know, you know, we we're looking at kind of implementing something for that in the next two years. Um, and essentially like they don't fully know what that's going to look like at the moment. But they're also under the understanding that part of the Netflix has been sharing um, subscriptions, you know, and and at, they're at the point where they're kind of they're understanding that they're starting to, you know, it's it's becoming a little bit harder to create that reach and get more subscribers. So it's it's, it's just making ways to create more revenue. And they've already said like they're not going to go and say you can't share this, and they have to fully subscribe. It's going to be potentially mm. something more so like look um 
you know, keep your subscription. It might just be a couple of dollars extra a month because they're more than happy to, you know, get more people watching Netflix, but at the same time, they know they need to get paid for the content that they get yep. their viewing as well. So. Yeah. yeah. Interestingly, um, I think you mentioned to me last week, like this is, this is actually their second best earnings report. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, it, you know, whether it's oversold or not is, is anyone's opinion, but um, certainly this, I mean, this price has come down from 700. It, it's actually yeah. one of the worst performing uh, shares on the um, U S market yeah. to date this year. And it's gone from 700 and it's yeah, currently sitting at 209. Yeah. 209. Yeah. 209. So it's yeah. sitting on a P around 18, 19. Yeah. Um, for a Fang stock is, is, um, you know, historically cheap. Yeah. Um, I think, um, I think just to push through here, I think there's two more things I would say initially that we would need to dive deeper into. And I'm pretty comfortable with these things anyway. Um, one of them is, like you said, uh, Bill Ackman selling out. Yeah. And yeah. He, he wrote in that letter and people can go view that letter. It's a good read. He basically said, um, you know, pretty much he can't with high confidence say that he knows exactly where this company is going to be in 10 years, where he did a couple of months ago. Mm. Um, and that's due to the, you know, the, the bringing out of the information of um, the subscribers, like trying to get a few more dollars for sharing. And also um, what was the other point? Um, oh man, I just had a mind blank. <laughs> um, but yeah, so basically he's come out and said, look, I, I, I do think that the management team will will do this successfully. Um, they generally do. Um, however, you know, we've been bitten before in in some yeah. decisions where we didn't act promptly, and yeah. um, they have a very 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 stringent investing thesis. And if it doesn't meet it, um, and they can't sit there with a high degree of certainty and say they're gonna like they know it's gonna be successful right. in ten years, yeah. he goes, I do think it will be. But, you know, if we have any kind of change to that story, then we act very quickly. And that's what they did. So that's why they sold. Yeah. Very, yeah, it's very interesting. That, that's probably one of the more interesting things for me is that they, they um, yeah, they, they sold every share. Yeah, big loss. <laughs> yeah, that was a half a billion. They, yeah. they took a half a billion hit. <laughs> it's a big Which, um, yeah. Yeah, look, okay, we won't go into that. It's probably a bit deep for today, but mate, let's race. Let's race through the figures here. Let's have a look at cricket. Some of the um, oh, the bringing up the figures. Yeah, that's um, that's one of the other points. Yeah. So they run a pretty high debt level, and they have a negative cash flow. If you look at their um, at their uh balance, like a spendings and balance sheets and stuff like yep. statements. Sorry, yep. financial statements. And um, funny enough, uh, that's a big red flag, obviously, for our style of investing, but um. If you take actually look what they're doing, you could you could probably take a range of how much of that is actually for maintenance, how much is that for growth. Yeah. High amount of their um, spendings is on growth. It's on you know getting new shows to to put on the platform, and that's all helping with subscriber growth as well. Yep. Um, so a lot of their free cash that they spend and they run ne- like they basically run negative cash flow because they spend it all, but they're yep. spending most of that on growth. So, you know, you look at that and then you look at the debt levels and you go, pretty much all they have to do is not spend as much and they can pay that debt off very quickly. They're, they're not net um, positive in cash by any means, but um, when you look at the spendings that they are doing and what it's actually on, um, it's very achievable to pay that debt off. 
Yeah. The, the question is though, would they stop the spending given the uh, competition coming in? The, there's so much competition. They want to stay, say, top of the game. Uh, we don't need to answer that question, but that would be something that would come up in in discussing that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And um, you know, they have a lot of evergreen shows on that platform. So you know, mm. even if they did stop the spending for a bit there, they've still got that much shows that people have to get through. So yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, mate, return right. on equity. What's our? Does that pass or fail uh, our filter? Um, what is their return on equity? Uh, I believe it's up around seventeen possibly closer to 20. I don't have it in front of me, but I did read it the other week. They do pass both return on equity and they pass return on invested capital at this stage. Okay. Um, but their, their ROIC, the return on invested capital, has been growing because it was below 10. But with that debt level coming down and that revenue and cash coming up a lot higher, um, mm -hmm. yeah, they do pass. And debt is a fail? Or you've just explained that? Uh, it's why? not actually a fail. It's just, it's, it's up there to where you'd want to be looking at. It's below three years. Higher end. Yep. Yeah. Um, you you explain that well. Uh, current, so current PE, yeah, like I said before, was um is sitting around eighteen twenty. Um, yeah. Which is historically um lower for these guys. Um, and a lot of the tech shares in America and the Nasdaq have really come off. So um yeah, quite a few people. Uh, have yeah. Taken, I guess a pretty big loss on some things. Their earnings per share and sales, they're they're great numbers. And then um, on top of the, the the last one here is basically uh, they've got a four-year history. And yes, they do. Um, and they've proven that in, you know, in times of hardship in the economy in the world, they actually did better. So, mm. yep. yeah. It's a good it's a good history, actually. Netflix, get on and have a read of it. Um, yeah. How the company started um, and, and the owners who started it. Yeah, it's, it's interesting um, how it came on because... You know, thinking back in the day, uh, you just like Netflix all of a sudden appeared, but it was actually a DVD company to start with. But um, yeah, mate. Uh, last question: Is this company worthy of a deep dive from our side? Should we should we have a look at it? I think so, and yeah. we've already started to. Um, obviously, we don't have the numbers in front of us at the moment. We're we're, we're kind of squeezing this one in this week, but um, yeah, hundred percent. Um, I think it's worth a a bigger dive, and I'm pretty yeah pretty comfortable to get right into it. So. Awesome. Let's do it. We'll um, yeah, keep keep working on Netflix. Uh, for the listeners, uh, a couple of people asking about Codan. I know you are having having a bit of a look at Codan, uh, so we'll we'll try and get that one out at some point in the future as well. But, yeah, uh, yeah, for thanks, sure. Thanks for jumping on, mate. We'll uh, we'll wrap it up there this week. And thanks again to the listeners for tuning into another episode of the Legacy Investing Podcast. We'll both be back again next week. Catch yeah, you, look forward to it. Another week. Look forward to mate. Have fun. All right, catch up. All information on the Legacy Investing Podcast is the opinions of the hosts and is for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional, financial, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of the Legacy Investing Podcast and any contributors to the podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should consult a licensed financial professional.